On today's episode of Uncommon Sense, we talk about the different ways we're occupying our time during quarantine. We briefly cover sports with an NFL draft preview. We have our top three dumbest trends. And then finally, we have our review of episode two of The Bachelor's Listen to Your Hearts. Today's episode is brought to you by Diet Sam's Cola. For when you need that aspartame fix, but you don't have the money for Diet Coke. It's, it's actually not that bad. All right, let's do it. Man, I got this My head not to my bed. Welcome into another episode of Uncommon Sense. I want to wish everybody a happy 16th day of Lent. Today is the 21st of April. Um, well, actually, we're recording on... So the 15th day of Lent is National Weed Day? The 15th day of Lent? What if, well, you, what if you gave up weed for Lent? Would you do it? Would you follow it? I think, I think, I feel like you, you gotta smoke, right? Yeah, of course. I feel like you have to. We don't, but we do. Yeah, so like, happy 420 give, to everyone. Give yourself a break on that. But when we release this, it'll be the 21st. So happy 16th day of Lent. <laughs> uh, episode 2 today uh we're gonna talk about life since sports aren't happening so we have we have we're gonna talk about our life slash what little sports there are granted this week is a little bit more active with the sports because we have the nfl draft starts this week it's exciting i'm really i'm really excited for the draft i don't i think this might be the year that I literally sit down and watch, watch all the seven entire rounds. draft. I probably won't. All seven rounds. There's a there's a, a zero zero point one percent chance. I'm I I might I have nothing else to do. I'm sick of schoolwork. I have better things to do. Usually, I've, I would say that I don't have anything better to do. I have better things to do than see, watch I don't. the sixth round of the draft. I I don't. Who cares That's about the sixth round of the draft? Anyways, I'm not. I mean, I'll watch the first round and I'll watch the Titans. Oh, play. I just got a I just got a, a text. So I have the. I have the Popeyes app, and uh, we're recording this on on four twenty. And Popeyes has just sent out a notification, and it says, "Let's be blunt. You know you want fried chicken right now." That's pretty good. It's pretty. Funny. That's pretty good. Four twenty <laughs> joke and and a racist joke all in one. <laughs> did you see Did you see the Trolls commercials today? No. So you know the movies that like the new Trolls movie, yeah, like Trolls World Tour, or whatever uh-huh. it is. First of all, haven't God, seen. God help one. anybody who goes and sees those movies. I mean, it's for the kids. It's for the kids, but they were advertising it. They were like, uh, you know, available on 420. Escape into a candy-colored universe. Okay. That was their ad. Well. And then they, they ended it by saying, in this, like, in this children's movie, <laughs> where, like, the whole commercial was catered towards That's really funny. It, it's, I, there was also, there's, uh, the it was good, more of an acid trip movie than anything. Okay, The Good Dinosaur has oh God. a scene in it where they're... It's this little little boy who's like a, like a cave boy, I guess, okay. and, a, and a dinosaur, and they're running around, and they they're they're really hungry. They're both lost and trying to find their way home. Sure, and they're really hungry, so they find this fruit. It's obviously rotten. Anyone that's in their right mind can see that it's rotten, but they're hungry, so they eat it, and they literally are on like like an like an acid trip. The dinosaurs. The dinosaur and the the boy 
or like on an astroship and like they do some like special effects with the characters but like i mean it was very it was very dark for a uh, dinosaur hallucinogens that's kind of sweet yeah. you think the dinosaurs had like hallucinogenics and stuff like that did did like ancient cavemen and stuff did they know about mushrooms and stuff I mean, probably they had to right yeah it's like their form of entertainment probably yeah <laughs> anyways happy 420 guys happy 420 so i mean what have you been doing with your life anything interesting uh no really i've been like nothing that's video it video games i downloaded a new video game it's not call of duty it's a uh, called sea of thieves it's a pirate video game you just pretend you're a pirate and run around and like find other pirate booties and i like fun i like finding booties we we like to find different booties mine mine consists of gold is it a kind of booty Yours you like consists of probably latex latex so no, I am about the silicone. <laughs> I'm not interested in any silicone booties. No. All right. No. Anything... Really, you haven't been doing anything interesting. No. So I mean, I, this is probably the most interesting thing that I do now. I mean, yeah, of course. We got good news today, though. We got that the state is possibly opening back up at the end of the month. Yeah, that's true. I do actually have a little bit of coronavirus news. Um, so for those of you staying staying off of Twitter and staying off the news waves, uh, come to our podcast for your updates. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have it written down here somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, really Corona. Sources here. Yeah, Corona. We've got a lot of states that are under the new federal mandate, ready yeah. to open back up. It's the states that haven't really seen any cases. Fortunately, Tennessee is one of those. I'm really excited to actually get some yeah. restaurants back open and get, super excited to get, just go sit yeah. in a restaurant. Yeah, I can't. Well, even I, if it's six it feet so away, much. and they have to hand me my food from six feet away. Yeah, like I miss the feeling of the food coming out of the kitchen and then it passing you because it's not yours. But are you, you kidding me? You like that disappointment? I miss that. I miss... I don't know. I just You miss, miss the thrill restaurant. of being let down? Are you yes. kidding me? What I mean, is, I get that too. At, right now in my life, what is letting me down? That's true. Everything Speaking of being predicted. let down, the SEC, pretty much all of the SEC is like in the clear. Like we're ready to open up. Like all the states. The yeah. one, Pretty much the one state that's not is Florida. And, and Kentucky. I can't say... And Kentucky. Screw Kentucky. They're, they're no one needs there. Florida or Kentucky. No. No. I hate, I hate <laughs> Kentucky. Wow. But no, no, no. Florida, Florida is one of the states that's not ready to open back up. And, well, it's because um, everyone, when it started, it was spring break, and everyone and their mother well, was in Florida on spring all, break. But I, I've seen Including a lot of reports me. out of Florida about their lawmakers. Yeah. And like, I know Florida people are something Crazy. different, but they're Florida lawmakers. First of all, two or three weeks ago, there was a a city council meeting at some somewhere in Florida, and one of the people on the board said publicly on the record it was an old man he's like hey I, I heard something from a doctor about how heat kills this virus mm. and that you okay. can take you can take a hair dryer and turn it on the hottest setting and 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 point it up your up your nose and inhale and the hot air will kill the virus if you have it there was a doctor in the room and everybody looked at the doctor news headline florida man dies from sticking hair dryer up his nose yeah and it was the it was the uh the district councilman's fault <laughs> and yeah Gosh. and the doctor in the room was like um that's that's not that's not true mm, yeah and he was he was pretty disappointed but that's nothing i mean that's obviously something crazy mm-hmm. the governor of florida there was a video this week did you see that the governor of florida somebody gave him a mask he was out in public somewhere and somebody i gave actually him one of did see this he put it on sideways instead of putting it on his face and looping it over his ears like it was made to do. Yeah. He puts it on sideways and pulls one band all the way around his head yeah. and just leaves the other one hanging. And 
That's just not how you do it. The you're governor doing it that of way, Florida. The governor. Probably a pretty smart man. The highest elected position in the state of Florida. Doesn't know how to put on a mask. I feel like the highest elected position in the state of Florida is going to be Florida football coach, though. That's true, and it's going to be the highest public He's probably, paid position. He probably has more pull. Than That's true. Has. But on a good note, I don't know. I think it's good. You may not think so. There was a Boston lab that did a study this week on antibodies of 200 random individuals, random okay. healthy individuals. And it said half of them had said they had experienced at least one symptom of COVID in the last mm-hmm. four weeks, which a symptom could be a running nose I mean, or a I'm cough. I'm sure we all have. I have a, yeah, I've been coughing I've a, for weeks. I've had a cough for three years. Exactly. So about half of the 200 said that they had experienced a symptom recently. So they tested them for antibodies, but none of them have been tested positive for mm-hmm. corona. I don't know if anybody had tested negative already, but 32 of the 200 is 16%. Yeah. Tested positive for having had corona at some point. Mm-hmm. So it's reasonable to assume that probably 16% of you know untested people have it or have had it. I think that's good news. I'm sure more people than, like, because with coronavirus, you often, like, the majority do not show symptoms. Yeah. Is what we're learning. And, I and think, so I think that a lot of people have it, but they don't know they have it. And therefore, what's the point? Yeah. No, no, I agree. And I think that's good news. People say that that's bad yeah. news because, oh, no, people are spreading it and they don't even know that they have it. I think that's good news. I hope Why would you want to know that you have it? I hope I have it. Yeah. But, and also, but I don't want to know that, that I have it. That means the death rate is just minuscule compared mm-hmm. to what they think that it is. Yeah. I, I think that's great news that people have it and don't even know. Yeah. I don't know how people I, – I guess I can see how people think it's bad news, but I think it's, I think it's great news. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's all for the coronavirus update. And other news, a poor report came out of the Vatican. Actually, it came out of London. Mm. Uh, but it was about the Vatican and about the Pope. So recently, the Pope was giving a speech to some Catholic students of some sort. I don't know. Like grown people. Were they I think six they're... feet apart? I doubt it. They couldn't have been they're given this story. But it was, I mean, they're like grown men. I don't know if it's priest school. It was priest school because I thought they said Not... preschool. Yeah. But it was priest school. And one of the priests, one of the students um, came up and he gave the Pope a gift. He gave him a bottle of whiskey. And the Pope, usually when he gets a gift, you know, he just gets it and hands it to his assistant. Yeah. The Pope took this bottle of whiskey, looked at it, held it up, and said, and I quote, Cuesta la vera aquasanta. You know what that means? I do not. I'm sure that you've looked it up, though. What does it mean? This is the real holy water. Oh. A bottle of whiskey. The Pope holds up a bottle of whiskey and says, <laughs> this is the real holy water. <laughs> it was part of filming for a documentary. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> The Vatican uh, made sure the Vatican made sure that that footage did not make it into the documentary. Oh, but the company that filmed it or the, the obviously media that put it out it, there put it out there anyway. Of course they did because they felt that people need to say it. So another back to back episodes. Shout out to Pope Francis. <laughs> I love this man so much. You love not, him so much that you have a picture of him hanging in your room. I do. I pray to him every night. I'm kidding. I don't. You're not Catholic. Enough, no, he's, he's almost enough to make me convert to Catholicism no. if it wasn't so antiquated. No, I think what the point is, the reason I love him so much is because he's making Catholicism so accessible and so normal and so less ridiculous than it is right now. I don't know. He, he's such a practical guy. I love oh, Pope. Dear. Anyways, yeah, the Pope said that whiskey is the real holy water. That's, that's interesting. That's our news update for the week. Corona and the Pope. <laughs> Corona and the Pope are probably going to be... Pretty steady factors in this show. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys. Until right Corona, now, Until yeah. Corona's out. The Pope, I'm always going to talk about the Pope. I love him so much. We may have to dial that one down a bit at some point. Yeah. But anyways, I have been trying to find ways to make money since I don't have any money. Okay. What have you so been doing? I've been doing, I just started delivering for DoorDash. How you know, is you it? You know DoorDash? I know. 
Yeah. They often use DoorDash. Yeah. Do you really? So you pay those fees? Sadly, but because my first point is, I def- anybody that uses DoorDash is a certified idiot. It's so expensive. I have delivered things. That hurt. I have delivered food less than half a mile down the road. That's fair. To okay. a house. I, I get that. If and I'm paying eight to ten dollars yeah. to have it delivered. If I'm what ordering, are you doing? If I'm ordering from DoorDash, uh, it's probably not close to my house. It's yeah. probably on the no, other like side of town than I very don't far, want to put any effort far away. Me. That's one thing. Also, you're I'm not it down the road. If you're if you're my DoorDash delivery unless guy, unless you're just stupid rich. If you're my DoorDash delivery guy, I'm really sorry, but I am not tipping you that much. No, I wouldn't. I'm just simply throwing my order out there. And if someone wants to take it, then. and I don't get tipped much, but it makes pretty yeah. decent wages regardless. Exactly. That's the thing. I'm making a lot of money doing it. Okay, so I'm making over twenty dollars an hour driving for DoorDash, which is great. Yeah, I mean, especially I mean, right now when no one is for, making money except for people working. Yeah, and I have to pay for gas, and I'm paying for wear on my car, but uh-huh. and it's not taxed yet. I'm gonna have to report my taxes later, but still, it's still gonna be about twenty dollars an hour, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous considering everything else I've done is probably about ten dollars an hour. Okay, so if you had to say what was, what is the what is the weirdest DoorDash <laughs> that you have gotten? That's or that's, that's just a really good most question. unreasonable DoorDash. Person. Unreasonable. The other night, uh-huh. I got I got an order. It just said go to McDonald's. So okay. I get to McDonald's. You know what their order was? They paid they paid seven dollars for this delivery, and it was like two miles away. You know what their order was? What? A large iced coffee, no ice. That's it. It was a three dollar order. So it just a lukewarm coffee. It was a lukewarm coffee that they wanted you to bring to them. They paid ten dollars for me to put this lukewarm coffee. How much on their door. typically is a coffee? It was three dollars. It was a three dollar coffee, and they paid seven dollars to have it put on their door. People are just stupid. A, like a single coffee. You but t- this is this is a day after I went to that same McDonald's and delivered an order. She ordered a Big Mac. Okay. Okay. But she ordered the mini Mac, which is literally just a hamburger with the Big Mac sauce on it. Uh-huh. But she got the she got the little Mac. Comes with like lettuce and yeah, it's got Thousand it's got, it's got everything on it. Thousand Island is their special tomato, sauce. If you didn't blah, blah, know, the Big Mac special sauce is just Thousand Island. You've been living under a rock, but welcome to the light. It's just Thousand <laughs> Island. So yeah, she ordered a mini Mac or a little Mac with no Big Mac sauce, no lettuce, no onion, no pickle. So she paid an extra two dollars for a single. Cheeseburger she ordered a cheeseburger with. She ordered with a just, cheeseburger with. Ju- all she wanted was just the sesame seed bun on a regular cheeseburger. I guess. Oh, I didn't think about the bun. It is different. The bun's, I mean, the different. bun's different, but like but it's, it's not, not that much different. It just has sesame seeds. Yeah, it's, two, seeds it's a two dollar it. difference in meals to get the mini, the little mac and to get a cheeseburger. That's and she got the little mac without any of it stuff on it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> more than ever, more than ever during quarantine, especially through DoorDash, I've learned that people are so stupid. It's that's, unbelievable. It's unbelievable some things that people will do. That's wild. Yeah. It's sad. Also, I've been trying to find ways to pass my time uh, trying to watch new shows, right? Okay. I've been watching um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of it? Heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Apparently, it's a really big show with a lot of people. Like, a really okay. specific demographic love the show. So, I thought, you know, I'll give it a try. It is the funniest show. Really? Yes. It's not. No, I'm not gonna. What is it? Is it, is it like a like a sitcom almost? It's a sick, a straight up sitcom. Okay. Textbook sitcom. It's on FX, so mm-hmm. they're allowed to do things that a lot of other channels aren't allowed to do. I don't know how mm-hmm. that works, but they are. And I don't know. I can't even explain it. I cannot even explain it. They just. It's just five people that get into the most ridiculous situations, and then that's it. They don't. Give, even, they really don't even get out of it. Give me an example of a ridiculous situation. Oh my goodness. So they were trying to figure out a way. There was a big heat wave, 
okay. And I, I'm going to explain it to you. It's going to sound like a really, really, really crappy TV show. Yeah. And it kind of is, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to figure out how to beat the heat wave in Philadelphia. Obviously, they live in Philadelphia. Yeah. And so two of the people were like, we're going to, you know, we're we're really high class. We're, we're you know, we're really sophisticated people. Yeah. So they tried to go to this really fancy pool. Well, there's a bouncer there, and he wouldn't let them in because they weren't part of the, I'd assume, the homeowners association. I don't okay. know. But anyways, so they're, they're getting, you know, they're trying to figure out ways to sneak into this really fancy pool. The other two, they find this abandoned public pool. It's empty. It's filled with trash. It's disgusting. And they're like, hey, you know what we should do? We could, we could, we could open up this pool, clean it up, open it up. Start and, charging. you know, yeah, start trying to be, we could really turn a profit. Well, the pool is just a big basin. There's no stairs or ladders or anything. It's just so they, a hole? Yeah, it's just a big, yeah, just a big sink. Okay. And they had, there was this mattress down in there because it was disgusting. They were using the mattress to climb in and out because it had lats on the bottom, you know? Okay, but... So they get down so, there. So when they find the pool, was there water in it? No, there's no water in the pool. Oh, so they okay, get down, okay. they, yeah, they get down in the pool, and the first thing they do is start cleaning stuff out. So they, the first thing they do is they chuck this mattress up. Well, now they're stuck in the pool. And so the whole thing is them trying to get out of the pool the entire episode. They're stuck in this, like, it's like a 12-foot pool. That's just there's a pretty a, good example of a single a 12 episode. 12-foot pool with no ladder? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. Elevated, it's just twelve feet down. Yeah. There's not a there's not a shallow. Yeah, one. look, man, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a 2009 episode. It's still running. It started in 2005, and the show is still running. That's pretty yeah, impressive, so obviously actually. it's pretty good. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I also I I also went outside the other day. Have you yeah. been, have you been outside? I'm outside quite often. Really? I'm I not. have a screened in porch that I often sit. See, on. that's. I don't have that kind of money. So, like, it's it was really nice the other day, and I was like, you know, I, I'm going to go outside. So I went outside. It was really nice. What did you do outside? I listened, I listened to a podcast. Was it our outside. podcast? No, it wasn't our podcast. It was a different podcast. I have to support the industry. That's fair. And I know I just sat outside for like an hour and a half. Yeah. I also am trying to make my hair blonder. So By being outside? Yeah, like in the sun. I mean, I get that. My hair gets I, I need some lighter. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, my hair would get white. Like in the summer and spring, yeah. it would get so white, and I kind of, I kind of miss it. Hmm. Yeah. Why? I just liked the way that it looked. I don't know. Okay. Obviously, I was a kid, but I liked the way that it looked. That's fair. I'm trying to change things up, you know. I even try to put a little, put a little lemon juice in there, see if anything happens. You put lemon juice in your hair. Yeah, you never heard of that? I mean, I've heard of it, but I just didn't think it'd be something that you would do. I didn't either, but I did it. Did Quarantine's it changed me, man. Did it work? Not really, but it doesn't okay. work after one try. You have to do it multiple so times. Are you, aren't you just then damaging your hair? Well, no, it's like healthy. So you put it, you put it in some chamomile tea, right? And then you pour the tea on your head. No, you just like spray. It. You put in a spray bottle and you spray your hair. Interesting. And then you go sit in the sun. So I did that. It didn't really do anything, but it says it doesn't do anything after the first few tries, and then it starts to work. So I'm gonna keep doing it. Maybe we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I would really, I, I would I really like works. to see the results. Of I I know. This. Hopefully, I don't just kill my hair because I really yeah. like my hair. But it did make me realize one thing when I was outside the bidet because I put on like a tank top. Which I don't wear. I feel like I feel like a tool every time I put on a tank I think, top. I think people wear tank tops sometimes. But I put on a tank top to go outside because I want some sun, and I just realized that like I am not prepared for summer. I know girls talk about their summer bod or their spring bake bod or whatever. Mm-hmm. I try not to care about it, but I do. Yeah. I think I've My, given up. Do what? I think I've given up on that. Well, like, you have a girlfriend, so like that's summer. fine. Even like I'm before trying, I had a girlfriend, I'm still trying to impress people. Care. You know, my body is not ready for the summer. Not ready for the pool. Season. I'm thinking. I think more recently, girls are becoming more into the dad bod. So I don't think it's as big of a deal for guys. Which is perfect news for me. Yeah. It's great. I'm really excited. I'm yet to see any results from that. <laughs> you don't need to be a hunk to be a girl. 
No, I know that. But you do have to be funny and know how to hold a conversation with a girl. And I'm neither of the three things. I can teach you. Oh, I want you to teach me. <laughs> I want to learn by myself. <laughs> Tri- trial and error. All right. All right. So, sports. Yeah. So get, sports. Getting back to sports. The draft. So, sports. I... I don't, I, I, I try not to think about sports. I'm sad. I'm just sad. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, the, when you the can't other day, watch I, the the Pac-12 at midnight because I you have nothing better to do. Friday was supposed to be the first day of the NBA playoffs. I read that in a tweet, and I just, it ruined my whole day. I don't even care that much about the NBA. I don't either. But just to know that we were supposed to have playoff sports, yeah, and we have nothing, it made me really, really sad. Yeah, Saturday. Was supposed to be the UT Orange and White game, which I again I don't care about it. I never watch it, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Today is the I think four year anniversary of the Preds. Three year anniversary of the start of the Preds magical run. Yeah, it was the night we swept the Blackhawks. They swept the Blackhawks tonight. So all just all around, I'm just sad. That's fair. But we do have something that's good to look forward to, which is the we NFL do draft. have the draft coming on Thursday night. Thursday night, and I, round one Thursday night, and I've never been a huge NFL we'll, draft guy. We'll also be dissecting round one Thursday night, because yes. it'll actually give us some sports stuff to talk about. Yeah, that'll be on Friday's As well episode. as The Last Dance by Michael Jordan. Um, so, that'll I'm excited for that. We'll have a lot of sports on Friday. So, I have a I have a proposition with the draft. What's your proposition? So me and you are Titans fans, correct? Right. What is the biggest thing on the Titans that we need right now? Edge rusher. Okay. What would you give up in order for that second pick to get Chase Young? I don't want Chase Young. Why? I don't want Chase Young. I think, he's, I think he's a monster athlete, and I think he would tremendously help. And it's I, – I've thought about this, and we have yet to sign Logan Ryan. Yeah, which scares me. Which does scare me, but I think we could draft a corner who is young and could have the same skill and ability that he does if we coached him up. Which we have a great secondary to help coach him up with that. But with the Tannehill contract, we're we need to win now. Correct. You know, we need to win now. We need to sign. Correct. We want. We need to sign Logan Ryan if we want to do that. But I. What I'm saying is, if I this isn't going to happen by any means, but if I was playing Madden and I could do this, I think I would offer. Who is it? This has a second pick. The Redskins. Redskins. So I think I would offer the Redskins maybe the 29th pick they're not going to take it because they need that second pick there i would offer them the 29th pick offer them logan ryan and maybe another late later or first round pick in a future draft in order to try and move up and get chase young really see i don't want chase young i don't see chase young is that big of a value but but for the titans what was the biggest thing that we missed in our playoff run was defensive line it's like we had a great defensive line but a lot of our good edge rushers got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like Cameron Wake was a tremendous athlete. He's jacked. He's gigantic, and he's a great edge rusher. Yeah, but he's out half the last half of the season. Exactly. He's out the last half of the season. What did we lack the last half of the season? It was our defensive line. Presence. We also went 7-2 and two down the stretch. Correct. But our defense didn't really help for that. That's fair. 
Our offense is what led us to be seven and two down the stretch. That's true, but Plus, in the playoffs, our defense won it, and Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry is a different story. Derrick Henry is a monster of a man, man, and I am excited to see him in his second. Game. I definitely think we need an edge rusher, but I don't want Chase Young. If you look, at, I mean, if you look at his who numbers, would you get out if you of look this at his numbers, draft, there's not get? an edge rusher that I want. That's okay. why I think we pick somebody else and we sign Clowney. It's a bit of a flyer. It's a bit of a risk, but I think that he's going to be better than anybody you're going to get other than Chase Young in the draft. Okay. And the reason I don't want Chase Young is because if you look at his numbers, they're phenomenal. Yeah. But if you go look at his tape, what's he doing? He's getting around big, fat, big 10 right tackles. Okay. They can't move laterally. Yeah. And he's sacking big, tall, white, big 10 quarterbacks. Okay. That's he's a not, fair point. He's not that tall. He's not that heavy. He's essentially an outside linebacker that they've lined up on the edge. Mm-hmm. But he gets around these Big Ten linemen, and he gets to these Big Ten quarterbacks. Okay. I think when you get in the NFL, and you're playing NFL-caliber linemen, and you're playing NFL-caliber quarterbacks, you're not going to have that success. Yeah. Now, I realize rushing, edge rushing is hard for anybody to do in the NFL, yeah. but I don't think that he has, A, the skill, okay. and B, the, the physicality and the physique to really be successful in the NFL. He's going to go to the Redskins in the second pick. Yeah. What if the Bengals take him first? If the Bengals take him first, they're stupid. Correct. They they're need a quarterback. stupid. Joe Burrow, I don't care if he turns out to be the biggest bust in NFL mm-hmm. history. He's to got to be the number one pick. He's phenomenal. I think he's going to be fantastic. So that leads me to my next – another question that I think, out of this draft, who do you think could be the next Hall of Famer? Burrow. I think Burrow has the best shot. He has the best shot? Okay. He's got the best shot. I'm going to go out on a limb. This is probably different. Are you going to say Tua? No. Okay, good. I I think Tua will be a good quarterback, but I do think Tua has two if he three gets hit, years in the NFL. Yeah, if he done. gets hit, I don't probably know. as a backup because his offensive line at Alabama was ridiculous. He he's going to really, be a very didn't really get, yeah, he didn't really get touched. So like when he did, he got hurt. Yeah, and so it'll be interesting to see what he does in an NFL team yeah. that doesn't really have that offensive line. All right, I who's, the who's your who's your Hall of Famer? My Hall, Hall of Famer is going to be a quarterback, but okay. it's not going to be Joe Burrow. Okay. It's not going to be Jalen Hurts. Is it Justin Herbert? It's going to be Justin Herbert. Why? Because I think he has the skill and the characteristics of a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. Did you watch him in Oregon? Yeah, and he was tremendous in his no, senior season. No, he didn't season. do anything. Okay, that's not true. That's very true. No. Every time I watched him, he takes a snap and then he rolls out. Every time. That doesn't, that doesn't happen in the NFL. Okay. You can't succeed with that in the NFL. But he's not he a— He ran a lot. And he took some hits, but he took hits from Pac-12 secondary. And I'm not the saying, softest I'm not players saying, in the country. I'm not saying he's a hardcore guy who can take a hit. I think if he goes to the right team with the right coaching, he has the skills and the ability to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I disagree. I don't think Justin Herbert has it. I think we've seen what we're going to see from Justin Herbert. Now, Love, I forget his first name. Jordan. Jordan Love. He he's, could be the next. They say Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's good. He is good. He's really, really good. But again, what conference did he play in? He, he, played, played, for, he played for Utah. Yeah, I know. He played, he played for Utah. But Utah was very, very good. They were carried by their defense a they little were, bit. They were good, but again, he played for Utah. I know, and, and here's my thing. I'm not saying that he's the best quarterback in the draft at all. Yeah. I think that he has the skill, maybe even more than Joe Burrow, has the skill set. Uh-huh to be a successful NFL quarterback. But he doesn't have the mentality. He doesn't have the, the field general personality. Okay. He's, not good at, he's not good at his reads. He's not good at seeing defenders. But when he has to make a throw, he does. Okay. And I think with enough coaching, with the right coaching and in the right system, which is true of any, any player, mm-hmm. Jordan Love has 
a really good chance to be a very, very good NFL quarterback. Okay. That's just what I think. I could be very wrong. So I'm still going to take Justin Herbert because I think he could be great. That's fine. And there's only four quarterbacks in this draft. I mean, there's more than that. There's more. That we've heard of. There's essentially, four. there's four four or five quarterbacks. There's Jordan Love. There's Justin Herbert. There's Joe Burrow. There's Tua. And there's Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Of those quarterbacks, we don't know really if another team is going to take it. So I've also seen this. The Titans need, don't need, but could use a backup quarterback. Would you mind them using their second round pick on Jalen Hurts if he is there? Yes, I'd be upset. Jalen Hurts. I forgot about Jalen Hurts. Jalen yeah, Hurts, you would be upset with. I would. I don't. I don't think we need to take just, a backup quarterback right now. See, we need if other Tannehill things hurt, more than we need a backup t- quarterback. I get that, but if Tannehill gets hurt, what are we going to go to? Who's our backup quarterback right now? I know you're right. I don't even know what his name is, but he got on the Titans because he got famous on Instagram for doing NFL or like trick shots with a football. That's, Who is it? I don't know what his name is, but he's not. I don't think he's ever seen an actual snap. In I the think NFL. there are other things that we need more than a backup quarterback. And I, I agree. We need, but we need an interior offensive lineman. We need a secondary running back. And we need a secondary running back. And we, need, we need an elusive receiving out of the backfield secondary running back. That brings me to my next question of the running backs in the draft in the second round again. If they are there, who would you take? Or Edward Delaire even is first, my number one running back. I have he's going to be gone. He's going to oh, be gone. Absolutely he's gonna but be gone. I want him. I would take him in a heartbeat. He would. I think essentially he would be a better Dion Lewis. If he falls to that 29th pick, which he won't, but if he did, I'd take him. Who's the other running back? There's one more big running back. Wisconsin. No. Nebraska. Okay. You're okay. Jonathan Taylor, yes. Jonathan Taylor. I would like him, but, but he's too similar to Derrick Henry to he's go too, into our system. Okay, no, I think he's too similar to Christian McCaffrey. Really? He catches the ball and he has he's a big what, dude. Three hundred thousand all purpose yards in his last he's season. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. So I was thinking J.K. Dobbins. Okay. Can catch the ball from out of the backfield, can also run up the hole if he needs to. See, I didn't even know he was in the draft. He is. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. Okay, I like him. He could be He could be a good pick is what I was thinking for the Titans if they were to go with a running back for yeah. the first or second pick. Which I don't think we will again because no. we need an edge rusher. We need an interior We will go edge lineman. rusher first and we'll end up with someone like A.J. Epinesa or Yeter Matos or Gross Matos or whatever. I like that name. I want that guy. He's from Penn State. He's There's a, a defensive tackle out of Alabama that I think could actually be a really good addition. But, but the thing is, we just injured. signed, and we just signed Jeffrey Simmons. We did just sign Jeffrey Simmons, but there's we no just problem in him. taking another one. I think I get but that. He's, there's but no problem because we did lose Jarrell Casey, and I can't remember his name. I think it's Foster, but it's not Ruben Foster, obviously. But no. I think if no. he falls to maybe fourth or fifth round, round we take him because he because he is injured and it's possible yeah. he's going to fall. So if, if he gets to that point, I think he's really really good and he's injured, so okay. we can take a chance on him. So, but say edge rusher, running back, cornerback. Yes. This is another need for the Titans. Not necessarily need, but if we don't sign Logan Ryan, we're going to need someone to fill that spot. Yes. As our slot cornerback who can cover, who can rush the quarterback and get home to the quarterback, yeah. and who can go downfield and outpace anybody down mm-hmm. the field. Logan Ryan is, is getting older and he's getting slower, so that was a, a struggle for him last season, but he was the, mo- he was the most aggressive person on our defense, I would say, last yeah. year. And he was ridiculous, and he was so good, and I hope the Titans re-sign him. Yeah. But I have... I have one name written down for a cornerback, and he would have to be taken in the second or third round. Okay. And it's Trevon Diggs, Stefan Diggs' little brother, mm-hmm. cornerback at Alabama. Yeah. Really good cornerback, really fast cornerback, really aggressive cornerback. Yeah. I like him a lot. I know him. I know him well because we watched him play a lot. Yeah. He's good. He's, He's good. good. And I would not mind the Titans taking a pick on it, him. It worries me that we would choose speed there over skill, but which I is think, a mistake a lot of teams make. Yeah. That's, see, that's fair. And we took... 
I think that was that was a risk that the Titans took with Adoree Jackson is he's really fast. He's super fast. He was the punt returner. And Adoree has really grown into it. At the end of the yes. season, he started playing his he best was, football. Because he was injured and came back. That's true. Once he was him down injured, a bit. Once he was injured, his spot was then up in competition. And so he had to fight for it. Yeah. And when he fought for it, he won it back, rightfully so, and then was one of our best defensive players in the second half of the season in playoffs. Yeah. You're right. So... But those are just some ideas that I have. Also, I have written down for a defensive end if he drops, which he's not. Is Clavon Chiasen from LSU? Mm-hmm. Big guy, big fella, gets around the corner, big fast. Yeah, so. that'd be fun. It'd be fun to watch. I'd be think fun. He, I but I'm well really in interested to see who the Titans go with because there's a lot of different directions they can go with. But it's especially exciting for me for this draft for the Titans because typically as Titans fans, we go into the draft we're like, oh, we need this, we need this, we yeah. need this, we need this we on need offense, we need that things, offensive line, but we don't need anything very badly yes and that is something that we haven't seen from the titans in a really long time that is, is true we have all the necessary tools to win games and even as far as the edge rusher being our biggest need we have Clowney. i really think we have Clowney sitting in our back pocket i think we i think we have him waiting think, on a contract i think we're gonna see what we can do in the first round of the draft and yes. after that I think we work out a deal with Clowney if we don't if sign we don't a take an big edge rusher. Edge rusher. I, that's why, I, yeah, it's exciting. I think the whole board is open. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see. And so do. I'm really interested for the Titans especially in this draft. And then there's some other teams that like are on the same boat. The Baltimore Ravens are really good. They lost a lot of people. Yeah. And they But they found their quarterback. They need a receiver. They they just got Marquise Brown, but they do need another oh, receiver. Oh, they did. I forgot. They have Hollywood Brown, and he's great. He torched the Titans in the playoff game, but the Titans still somehow pulled it out. Because yeah, but he's their only receiver. You're right. That's it. But they, have they, need, him, they need a big physical receiver. They have him and Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed's washed up. Oh, yeah. He's a washed up Saints receiver. Yeah. Speaking of receivers, last question. Yeah. What round do you think Jawan goes in? This is the problem. There's so many receivers in this draft. There are so many receivers in this draft. And I hate that for Jawan. The better question is, I know for a fact Marquez Callaway is going to get drafted. Where do you think he's going to get drafted? Marquez feels like a third rounder to me. I'm going to say fourth. And I'm also going to say he's going to go to the Giants. Random pick. Don't know if they that's need a, a wide receiver. It's a weird hunch. Oh, I mean, I just have a feeling. Cause wherever wherever he goes, he will excel. Absolutely. He's a jump ball guy. He's gotten better He and goes better up and just gets it. From the day that he stepped on UC's campus. And Same with, with Jawan. With he's just right, going to keep getting better. With the right coaching, he could be Absolutely. an incredible receiver in the NFL. Absolutely. He's big body, can go up and get the ball. He reminds me a lot of a DeAndre Hopkins type. Yeah, you're right. A little not, slower. Not only, not just the dreads. But more physical. Not just the dreads, but go up, going up yeah, and getting a those football. Those 50-50 ball. balls are more like 80-20. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible. And so, Jawan, though, I don't know. And that's the problem is he had such a poor performance at Cal. He did, and that's and okay. NFL, NFL scouts really do I mean, look at that. you knew that he would. He's slow. Oh, oh he's a slow receiver. He's tall, which you don't really want in receivers. You have seen people on Twitter, um, SEC cornerbacks coming out on Twitter Talking about Juwan being like, and like at his, at his 40 speed and being like, on the field, this is not his four, This is not his speed. Yeah. Like, he, he is he, a much better in-game player. And for, he takes to get 40 in, yards to get going. Yeah. Downfield, it's all him. Yeah. Good. He's a great route runner. He's got breakaway speed. It's just he's not a great, great route runner. He's just, he's just kind of awkward and slow. Yeah. But he's a good receiver, and he is the most aggressive person I've come see. I've seen through, come through Tennessee in a long time. Yeah. A long time. So yeah. I'm really excited to see where he goes. I'm really excited. I hope he goes somewhere. And if he doesn't go anywhere, I guarantee you he gets picked up on draft two. Probably. He will he will be There's taken no by an NFL, NFL team yeah. and make it 
in the preseason. Whether he makes it through preseason and he gets that chance, I hope so. But again, I just don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a toss-up. We'll see on Thursday what happens. I'm really and excited. And we'll talk about it on Friday. Really so excited. let's go into our top three. It's going to be our only segment this week. Top three dumbest trends. Okay. So top three, top three things that got big, mm-hmm. became a fad, yeah. be it presently or in the past, that did not make any sense at all. Okay. Very stupid. Yeah. What do you got, number one? My number one is I have. I also have a lot more than three. I have a couple honorable. And that's fine. We can do well. honorable mentions, but I need and top then, three. And um, my number one. Eating Tide Pods. Oh. Did you not think of that? I didn't think of that. Eating Tide Pods. Why on earth did it start? Yes, they're colorful and they're all this. And like I'm sure if a baby got it, they would eat it. But this is 18, 20-year-olds putting Tide Pods in their mouth as a joke. We're both in college. You can't tell me you can't think of one person that you know that would eat a Tide Pod. I mean, I definitely do know. Exactly. But again, I'm saying we're 18 and 20 like through that that range, yes, you are experimenting with a lot of stuff in the first two years of college, but eating a Tide Pod, eating laundry detergent, I mean, come on, like yeah. it. And who did it first, and why did other people yeah. do it? I don't know. And it's not a thing now because people realize that it's stupid, and they actually had to make like news reports and commercials saying, "Do not eat Tide Pods." <laughs> That's how bad it got. Yeah. So I mean. That's just that's gonna be my number one of the dumbest fads. I don't know why okay. it started. No, that's a good that's a, that's a strong number one. I went a different direction. I went more of things that I think are that I think are stupid. Okay. That got really big. Um, the first one is the enneagram. Okay. I think it's dumb. I mean, I'm, I I will say I was in that boat, but this this past year, I had to take a a freshman orientation course, and so like it could be on anything. It could be on. Blah, blah, blah. It's, but it's just to get you acclimated into college life. Okay. And so mine was, I took it with a woman I actually knew, like personally, my professor I knew, uh, was one of my friend's moms, and she, hers was over the Enneagram. And I would have killed myself. See, I thought so too. I didn't, I didn't understand it. But like when we got talking to it, I kind of got intrigued by the whole like, like the psychological stuff of it. And like, I'm a, I'm a seven. If you don't know what a seven is, it is it is labeled as the enthusiastic optimist. And so, I mean, you know me. That's pretty accurate, would, would you say? Yeah. I'm an enthusiastic optimist. I avoid my problems. That is the characteristic of a seven. I don't like – I love to be – okay. I love social interaction. I love to be around people. I feed off of that. And so the more and more I, like, looked into – me being a seven, I realized how actually accurate some of the Enneagram is. And it's, it blows my mind that someone figured that out. But like, but what do they figure out though? All I don't the know. Enneagram does is take characteristics. It puts you in a box. That similar people all possess and then puts you in a box. That's exactly what it is. It's like, but, oh, you have these characteristics. You all kind of share similar characteristics. Let's yeah. call you all a four. Like that doesn't mean anything. Uh-huh. And they try to tell you about yourself. And there are some things that are true, but the things that are true are objective facts that you've already okay. disclosed. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's no more allowable than the horoscope. And people want to identify themselves as their number. I mean, I agree. And I hate it for them. It's I sad. agree. I think I think it is like a dumb trend that is starting. It's kind of on the downturn now. It yeah, was thankfully. it was it was peak at the beginning of this year. Yeah. It was peak and everyone was all about it. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't just beat someone and they they asked they didn't ask you what your enneagram number was, then like yeah, it was like did you really meet that person? Yeah, did you really meet that person? Number two. So my number two is kind of like a fashion trend almost okay. that I don't understand. I don't know why, and I think it's stupid. Is it wearing masks? No, it is Sorry, sagging. Sagging. Why? I mean, it's a little, uh, little, little pointed, pointed point there. But like again, cultural why? appropriation there. What? Um, what's? What is sagging doing to? Why benefit? did you sag? Here's my answer to that, just off the cuff. Okay. Um, you know, back in the days when it mattered what kind of underwear you were wearing, you had mm-hmm. a nice, you know, some Calvin. When Klein, did it? When did it ever matter? Some Michael Kors, you know, back in the day. Like when? Some some DKNY. Like when's you know? back in the day? I don't know. You wanted to show them off, you know, trying to flex. No. Hey, look at me. I got my. It's I got underwear. My, uh, it's just supposed to be comfortable stuff. I got you my, wear new, under my your new clothes. Boss underwear. If you wear my Hugo guess underwear, if you wear Hugo Boss underwear, we, we got beef. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where it came if from. If you spent that really much money stupid. on it, okay. But like, if I gave you a pair of Gucci underwear, I mean, I'd wear, wear it, but you gave it to me. Yeah, that's what I. No, 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 I go, but would you not make sure that everybody knew that you were wearing Gucci underwear? No. Absolutely not. Why not. I'm not walking around just flaunting my fruit of the loom out there. Well, no, because it's fruit of the loom. Okay, but it's more comfortable. Like if I gave you like what Versace makes, or something. Okay, what makes Versace and Gucci better than fruit of the loom and underwear? Price, the label, the name on it. Yeah, and how much it costs to have them. And that's stupid. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, it's stupid, but you're trying to. Flex. That's so dumb. Would you not wear them? No. Okay, I'd wear them, but again, you gave it to me. That's fine, but. It was know. gifted to me. I did not put any money into it. I don't know. No, I, I agree, though. I don't, I don't mean, I don't get <clears> sagging. I don't do it. That's just... Make sure my pants are nice and tight. That's nice just something that I don't understand. Wear a belt. Wear, wear a, belt. a belt. That's another thing. If you wear if you wear pants that I've also seen loops, people who sag and wear belts. And you don't and wear I'm a like, belt. Okay. We can't be friends. People who sag and wear belts, we that actually I don't have get. a problem. <laughs> we got an issue. All right. My number two on Stupid Trends is uh, Finsta. Okay. Why do fences exist? Um, that's a good question. I don't get it. If you're if you're trying to do the things that you do on a Finsta, which for most people is either just spam the crap out of people's Instagram feeds, yeah, or just bash people, mm-hmm. don't first of all, yeah, be better than that. Secondly, start a group message, write a journal. I don't know. Take notes on your phone. Yeah, I don't want to see it, and I get that that's the point. You don't have to follow it, and it's really mm-hmm. specific who follows it. Yeah. But why? I feel like there's nothing valuable that a Finsta does. I and now agree. listen, I have a lot of thoughts that I wish that I could put out there. And I don't want to put them on the internet. But I wish that I could. You make you know, a Twitter burner. Somebody told me, somebody else told me that. Make a Twitter burner. And I was What's like, What's the difference? Would, why would I make a Twitter burner? And they were like, So you can just say whatever you want, you know, and not have to worry about what people think or Is there people a difference see between a Twitter burner account and a Finsta? No, there's not. Okay. And you and you know so what I say? Social media. A place where I can say whatever I want and not worry about what people think. Hello, welcome to my podcast. You should this read, is this is my Finsta. If you guys are like, you should read mine and Philip's text. This is this is my Finsta. Welcome, welcome to the dark the dark pod. <laughs> no, but I completely I completely agree. I don't. I had a Finsta for about five months and then I just stopped. Yeah, because it just. I mean, and sometimes like it's annoying because I get notifications on my Finsta, then I have to switch accounts from my Finsta to my actual Instagram, and then it's just, it's a whole debacle. I just don't, I also don't understand it. That's just mm-hmm. something that is. It's dumb. It's okay. dumb. Be better. Be better than that. Be, 
be better. Yeah. All right, number three. All right, my number three is going to be the Kylie Jenner love challenge. Oh, that's a good one. That's mine are, a good mine one. are all along the lines of like challenges. Yeah. Well, that was actually one. Two of your one three of impose actual physical danger to those who partake in them. Correct. <laughs> the, the popping of blood vessels in your yeah. lips because you're permanent, sucking on a Permanent cup. damage. Like, you just look stupid. You look like the guy who, in Monsters, Inc., got the suction cup to the face, and then they <laughs> pulled it off, and that's exactly what you look like. If you don't know what I like, you look like, like look that up and just put it up against a picture of you doing the Kylie Jenner lip challenge and tell me it's not identical. Yeah. Which, first of all, like Kylie's lips don't even look good. They're, they're not just, even that plump. They're just, they're pretty, they're pretty Okay, big. they're plump, There's but they're not, lips. I'm going to suck on this Dixie cup for a while. But I don't want my lips to look, I'm a guy, I don't want my lips to look like that. I don't care if I'm a girl. I don't. Why do you want that? That's not desirable. No. For guys to look at that, that's not. And if you're doing it for fun, shame on you. I do a lot of things that are like stupid just for fun. And like, I probably shouldn't. But like, this is one of those things that like actually causes you pain while you're doing it. And then permanent damage. Like to your blood. Yeah. Just don't don't do it. Like you have to be smarter than that. It doesn't make sense. You have to be smarter than that. Yeah. What's your number three? Um, My number three is Snapchat. Just like as a, as a platform. Okay. Snapchat shouldn't exist. I think I know where you're going to go with this because you talk about this often. You're probably saying not, okay, Snapchat, but you're thinking, I think you think the dumbest part is the stigma of Snapchat of instead I of think I'm going to walk up and talk to this Snapchat person first, I'm going to Snapchat be, Snapchat should not be at the level that it is in terms of the, the extent to which it's ingrained in our society. Okay. It's crazy. I know, again, you hate the part of People, oh, I'm going to call them. No, I'm going to Snapchat them. You yeah. hate that. Well, that's not even it. We know why Snapchat exists. We know why it was invented. And it, by was, three invented to, it was invented to send nudes without anybody 100%. else. 100%. And then somehow it caught on. And I guess I get the fun part of sending pictures to your friends. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's become, it's become such a staple. People use it as their primary form of communication. People use it instead of texting, instead of calling. If someone, if someone does send me a Snapchat chat and then can like, I will answer the question, but if they continue to have the conversation, I then text. like, if I have a response to one of their questions, I like, I respond to it later, but I will text. I have friends that they will not respond to multiple text messages, mm-hmm. but if I Snapchat them They'll respond. within seconds. Yeah. I don't I, understand I that. that as well. It bothers me. It bothers me so much. Snapchat is such a, such a crappy platform and I want so badly to delete it. Here's the other thing. I want to delete it so bad. But I have actual important information and conversations and groups on Snapchat. Like I have at least two like project groups that are using Snapchat as communication. We chat, just That's text. But it doesn't yeah. Why are we using Snapchat for an actual group? I project? love using Snapchat just to like Snapchat people, but like I don't ever like talk to people on Snapchat. Yeah. I just send Exactly, and that's that's the other thing. If somebody just sends me a blank Snapchat, just a picture of themselves, I won't respond. Yeah, I won't respond. I'm not going to justify that. Right. Snapchat should not be should not be as big as it is. It's absurd. I agree. I agree. So, anything uh, you didn't get to briefly? I have I have some honorable mentions, and okay. one that I want to like kind of do some research on while we're right here. But my first honorable mention is going to be fidget. Ooh, it no. is. I liked fidget spinners. Okay, I liked fidget spinners too, but it was dumb that it was so. Big. I mean, yeah, it was dumb. Like, congratulations, you're learning about physics. 
Well, it wasn't a it wasn't a science lesson. But I, I'm I'm just saying it's general physics. Like if there's three things that are equally balanced and you stick it on something, it's gonna spin. It's been forever, never, never. Yeah, but still, I mean, they were still pretty cool. Like they're fun. Okay, they're, they're fun cool, to play with. But again, I think it's dumb that it was such a big thing. So. Yeah, no, it's I mean they're stupid. <clears throat> I guess you're right. They, they're pretty stupid. They shouldn't. The one I wanted to research was I was looking up like different lists for this top three dumbest bats, and I came across one entitled. You ready for this? Sex bracelets. Sex bracelets. Sex bracelets. Like handcuffs? No. Like bracelets. And I have the picture of what I actually read. I'm going to read it to you. In the 2000s, horny school kids wore different colored bracelets to advertise what sex acts they were comfortable performing. In the game, which they called Snap, kids tried to break other kids' bracelets to earn sexual favors. What? Different colored bracelets corresponded to different sex acts. So, for instance, if you'd finish your lunch early and felt like a blowjob, you'd have to seek out someone wearing a purple bracelet before the bell rang and break it. Wow. And I'm going to do more research on this, and I just don't... I, I just don't... Does it say, like, what level of school? Or just school kids? Because, okay, first this of all, is, they say horny school kids. This says horny school kids, and by school kids, That's I'm such just a assuming... wild I'm generalization. High school. High school. It sounds like a high school Because it also says blowjobs, and I don't think anyone's getting a blowjob in middle school. That's and true. And if you are, props to you, but like that's that's a little that's a little too much. You know? Yeah, yeah, don't be doing that. I just school. that's don't do that. That's that's but wow. I, I didn't I've, I've never, never heard, heard of, of that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Never heard of it, but that's absurd. This is what they look like. What does it say it's what just, it's just colored bracelets. You know what they look like? Silly bands. Yeah. Does it say what time period they're from? Like what era? It says in the two thousands. So like '90s kids, like early '90s kids. I mean, I'm assuming probably like, like high schoolers 2000 in 2003, and 2010. Yeah. Yeah. And that I'm going like right to look it up and look up the different colors and what they represent. Um, that alternative rock generation, <laughs> the Green Day generation. Um. So here, there we got jelly sex bracelets and their true color meaning. Wow. How many are there? Oh. Oh. What? Wow, okay. There's a lot. Okay. I hesitantly say, go we're, for it. We're going to read them all. Yellow indicates hug. Pink indicates hug. Giving... I just need to yell- wear a yellow one all the time. <laughs> I need a hug right now more than I ever have I in need, my life. I need a hug. It's incredible. Yeah. Pink indicates giving a hickey. Orange is kiss. Person, purple, okay. What's the difference? Okay. Purple is... Willing to kiss a partner of either sex. Mm, kinky. Okay. Red is lap dance. Green indicates oral. Clear. Willing to do whatever the snapper wants. Clear. It's clear, so it's camouflaged. Uh-huh. <laughs> Blue, oral sex performed on a guy. Oh, green is on a girl. Blue is on a guy. There's oh, so a difference. difference. Black is missionary. Okay, now we're getting into it. White uh, will flash. Okay. Glittery yellow is hugging and kissing is acceptable. Glittery pink is willing to flash, show a body part. Glittery purple wearing, wearer is willing to French kiss, open mouth kiss. It specifies that. Uh, glittery blue is anal. Okay. Glittery green is 69 or mutual oral sex. Oh and then glittery clear is indicates that the snapper will let the snappy feel up or touch any body part. This was an actual thing. 
There's absolutely no correlation. With There's absolutely products. no way someone walked up to you in the middle of the lunchroom and, and snapped your glittery your bracelet. green bracelet. It was like, let's 69. Right there in the lunchroom. Right there in the cafeteria table. But that's, but that's just, just something about, that like intrigued me and caught my eye because I had never heard of it. I'm just thinking about the kid walking into high school, like sophomore year, and his arm is just full. He's just got bracelets all the way up his arm, like every single one of them. Daring someone to snap. Yeah, like please, please snap a bracelet. Please do it. That's such a dangerous game, though. It is a dangerous Like how, how strictly are these rules enforced, you know? I wonder if you could pick which colors you would want on your arm or like you had to have everything. No, it sounds like you could pick you just wear the ones that you're willing to partake what if, in. What if you had to have like wear every color, and then you had to do whatever? Not a chance. That's that's an incredibly I, dangerous I game. Because like, what if somebody that you really just are not are not interested in doing anything like, comes don't. up and snaps something? Would you would you abide? Like, are you bound to? That's a good question. If someone walked up to me and snapped my glittery green bracelet, I would just be pissed that they broke my bracelet. Yeah. Well, of course, I wouldn't want to do sexual acts with them then. i'm i'm actually like deeply concerned that this was a thing i don't we're gonna have to research that the fact later. that i just looked up sex bracelets with colors and it came up with a whole website so obviously it was a, a pretty big okay we're gonna research this and we're gonna get into it no on the next episode no we're not what do you mean get into it like me and you're gonna start wearing sex bracelets we should start doing that. We should no, wear sex bracelets. Absolutely not. You can miss me with that. <sighs> That's something that we could actually. I I would like to learn more about that. I'm going to do some research want on to that later. Say I would like to learn more, but I'm just interested in see how big of a thing it. Yeah, was. that's what I'm going to find out. You I can get a whole else. set of jelly bracelets for forty three thirty nine on Oriental Trading. How many bracelets is that? Oriental Trading. It looks like it's probably about like. Isn't Oriental Trading like the VBS website? Absolutely it is. It's like little stuffed animals for like 30 cents. There are around 12 bracelets in each thing. Interesting. Wild. That's just... Uh... Anyways. 2,000 kids were weird. 2,000... Yeah. My honorable mentions for dumb trends were uh, fake glasses. I own fake glasses. Yeah, I do too. Uh, pod, <laughs> podcasts, podcasts. As you can um, see, yeah, everybody and the dog is making a podcast. Actually, do you know Amazon is out of podcast equipment? No way. Clean out. You cannot get any podcast equipment on Amazon until hey, well into May. Good for people for branching out and trying to do something different. But now you're actually just doing what everyone else is doing. So yeah. So you're not. You're not you're special. Not you're not unique. Everyone. Your We're podcast. Your podcast. If you like sucks. our podcast, we love for you to keep listening. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Unsubscribe, resubscribe. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. <laughs> uh, and my other honorable mention was Tiger King. I don't think it was that good. I think it was great. I think it was great. That's fine. You, you can think that. I just don't think it was very good. Yeah. All right. Let's go to our Bachelor review. The Bachelor this week, it was all dates. Like, pretty much all that happened was yeah. was just a bunch of different dates. I don't even know how many. Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't much going on in the house. Like, I, I mean, like... Typical Bachelor drama, but nothing like special or like really big happened yeah, in the house actually, this week. It was a fairly drama-free episode, honestly. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, okay, no, to an well, extent, to an extent, for Bachelor it was standards, information rich. Yes, drama, drama was pretty light. For Bachelor standards, I would agree, drama was light. But for yeah. typical life, like oh, I could, I could handle it. Yeah. In terms, of, okay, I want to, I want to go ahead and get something, get something out of the way. Okay. Last week, we both said that you know, oh, they have musicians on. Too bad, like, half of them can't even sing. Yeah, and... 
I'm I was the first who said I could probably do better. I was completely wrong. Yeah, we were this, wrong. This this episode really showed their talents. Holy they're, cow. they're really they're good. good. They're, they're good. They're really good. They're good. So, so I was anyways, I was really impressed with uh who was it? Savannah and Brandon. Savannah and in Brandon. In the jazz, jazz club. club, yeah. Which first they, of all their voices together was ridiculous. It sounded so good. Yeah. They went yeah, they went and sang they went and sang in a jazz club yeah. and their voices fit the setting perfectly. A I setting I I have never seen a jazz club. Never been. I don't even I'm not even confident that they are a, a real thing. Obviously they went to a real one. I want to go definitely to, I want to go to a jazz club. I bet they are. Are you kidding me? We're in Music City. Yeah, but country music. I know. If you we want have a jazz everything. club. Well, I guess Memphis would be the blues, but jazz I don't know. I don't, they have I don't, jazz down there. There has to be a jazz club. I want to go to a jazz club so bad. It sounds like such a good time. That's just not my forte. So no, I know it's not. not but I just think about sitting there for just hours. Okay, just that's there. fair. So anyway, okay. If you had to, if you had to pick one main storyline, one main point that happened in this episode, which what is it that you think that it is? What was the biggest the biggest plot point over throughout the whole episode? Because in my eyes, I saw like throughout the episode, it was like cut in thirds. So like. The first third was Jamie and Trevor and that whole date and debacle after date. And then in the middle was kind of Sheridan and Julia. And then at the end was Brandon and Savannah. And so those, the last two kind of merged together towards the end and the rose ceremony. But the first one, the Jamie and Trevor, I thought we didn't really see much after them. So like, Whole plot line, I thought today would probably be focused on just Brandon in general. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought so too. I thought a, a, the biggest thing for me was Jamie and Trevor and uh-huh. that whole storyline, which we'll get into in a minute. So the episode starts, and immediately we've got does it Trevor gets the date card or Jamie? One of the two gets the date card, I mean, chooses I think the other. Jamie got the Jamie date got the date card. Okay, so chose Trevor because there was a big thing last week about which guy that she was going to choose. Yeah. She chooses Trevor, and the big. Uh, the history with Jamie is that every guy that she's been with has cheated on her. Yeah, and she's only 21, which, which I didn't realize. Yeah, I, she's really young for yeah. being on The Bachelor. But she says that every guy that she's been with ever has cheated on her, which sucks. But that's the one thing she's really not wanting to look, you know, really not wanting to get into again. Yeah. So they're out on this date. And so the whole premise of the show is that the guys choose the girls that they want to continue seeing and the girls that don't get chosen go home. And then the next week it's vice versa and the girls choose the guys. Well, obviously, there has to be a different number. Uh-huh. So at the beginning of each episode, they're going to bring in new people that we've yeah. never seen before. So they do that right off the bat with this uh, new girl. Her name, what was her name? Natasha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Natasha. I've got it written down. Okay, so Natasha, spell it out in your head for me. N-A-T-A-S-C-H-A. That's how she spelled it. Yeah, that's how it was spelled. That's, that's wrong. Yes, it's wrong. That's- that's, Anyways, they bring in Natasha. <laughs> they bring in Natasha. Immediately, I can't stand her. Don't like energy. Well, She's she the type in, of person where, like, if I just look at her, I'm like, I don't want yeah, to. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not interested in that. So, yeah, she comes in while Trevor and Jamie are out on this date. And the first thing she says is, I'm friends with Trevor's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And he cheated on her. Which, just immediately. Which, how they got to the fact that she knew the exact Trevor that was on the show was a little yeah because they said hey because is there anybody i haven't met yet and yeah, they're like yeah uh, trevor and jamie and she's like yeah i know trevor and yeah. i was like how do you know trevor you just know his name yeah but they, they then explained it they talked about like he was on american idol and that's how she knew who oh was. that's right but i'm so gonna say it once and for all not once and for all but like i'm gonna say it bachelor producers Bro, screw the producers i have that written down here matched with screw the, the producers different connections they make and it was 
very prevalent They're really good at in the genre. last season of The Bachelor with Peter in his season. Mm-hmm. So many different connections that just screwed up a lot of good things. Yeah, but it was awesome, just, though. It was awesome. It was aw- like, I hate it for the contestants, yeah. but man, is it good television. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Jamie and Trevor are out on the date. And they come back and they meet. Oh, there's a new girl at the house. And Jamie's uh-huh. like, oh, hey, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Natasha. And, you know, hi, I, you know. <laughs> Natasha. Hey, hey, I'm Trevor. And Trevor, Trevor, when he's at, he hugs her and he goes, hey, it's so nice to meet you. And so I'm on edge here. Okay, how's this about to go? Because Natasha says, I know Trevor. And Trevor comes back and it seems as though he's never seen her before. Yeah, he, he I don't think, because she even expressed that she'd never really met. Him. Did she really? I didn't hear. Well, her say she that. expressed it that she never really met him. She was just really good friends with, with his ex, his ex. Okay. but that she never really met him or was ever introduced to him. Yeah, which then makes the question: How close of friends is she actually with her ex? Or is she saying it That's for true. publicity? That's okay. true. But he says, "Hey, it's, you know, so nice to meet you." And she doesn't waste any time. She looks no. at him and goes, "I actually know you. Yeah, right and I'd, away. I'd really, I'd really like to have a little chat with you." Just, That's the yeah, first first right word she bat. has said. To I actually know you. Yeah. So they go off and talk, and it turns out that, you know, she's just really good friends with her ex, with his yeah. ex, and that he, quote-unquote, emotionally cheated on her. And he admits to it. He does He does admit he to, admits it, to it, but she, she doesn't she has even a, say, like, emotionally. She says, you, you lied, cheated on you cheated on, on, her. on yeah. him. Yeah, she's got, her, she's got her side of the story, and Trevor's got his, and we don't know, I mean, obviously we don't know which is true, but... Yeah, I mean, good on him. He defends himself. Yeah. What, but what else are you gonna do? And also, good on him. He he, he like, did own up to he what he did. Owned up to it, but he also like, I say, I mean, I don't not necessarily condone what well, he did. No, but, but it's not going out and sleeping with other girls. Exactly. It's not and, just yeah, yeah. Which like sin is sin or whatever. But but yeah, he does own up to it, and he does. And, you know, he admits to it, and he then he does do the right thing. Which the girls that that oh. Natasha, the girls that Natasha has told all the information about Trevor about. I mean, she comes into the house and just starts spilling the tea and tells all the girls that are there. I don't even know if she had been there for an hour before she started dropping all these bombs on everybody. So yeah, Natasha takes Trevor and starts talking to him and working everything out, kind of, except she doesn't listen to his side of the story at all. Yeah. All the girls that are there, they just tell Jamie everything they've just learned. And, and I'm, I'm all in for like being honest with your friend, but just if you find that out immediately from a person a, you just met. B, like, the first thing she did when she came in was started, to- like, drama. Why would you go to the person that the drama has to do with and then tell them everything without any knowledge of what happened, talking to the guy about what happened? Or, like, you have no clue what, like, this is how rumors and gossip spread. Oh, yeah. Is that people just get giddy because they have new information. Which I don't know what else I expect from Bachelor contestants. No, I but mean. But for whatever reason, I expect more from these people. Yeah. I don't know why. But anyways, Trevor, again, good on him, gets done talking to Natasha, immediately goes and talks to Jamie. It's like as soon as he finishes, there's like a little spell where there's like, it shows everything else. But like you can tell like it's as soon as he gets done with Natasha. It's Natasha. 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 Natasha's. Natasha's traits. Natasha. Natasha. That part's getting cut out. (laughs) Keep in some of it. (laughs) Probably. Um, But, no, you can tell that he immediately goes and wants to be, like, forward with Jamie. And she even, like, asked him or, like, told him on their date, like, every guy I've ever been with has cheated on me. So he already knows that, like, 
how she feels about it all this and like you saw in his eyes when she said it to him and he's like okay i need to like tell her and he he explained their, his last relationship to jamie and like i mean not didn't necessarily like like said that he emotionally cheated on her but said that he stayed in that relationship too long and he knew he did yeah and they had both made some mistakes now which like if we have which, been, if you haven't been there before yeah you know but so good on him he went and immediately talked to jamie and was like was like let's let's talk i don't want you to like think that i'm some like i don't know if you've heard but i like natasha is coming in here and like saying that i'm like i'm a cheater mm-hmm. and but like he like talks to her and like gets it out goes ahead and says i never physically cheated on her um there was he's, he's like there was some lying but i never physically cheated on her and like i was like at that moment when i was dating her towards the end of our relationship like texting other people and like talking to other people um, but yeah i just good on him for going and immediately talking to jamie yeah but it does end up he gives her his rose yeah and i think they're gonna be okay oh, and the other guy that she was talking think, to is kind of with somebody else now in a different picture and um, I think they'll be fine. I think they're good together, too. Yeah. I think they have a good time. Yeah. So the other main point you said was Brandon and all, all of his... For the last two-thirds all of, his of the movements. show. And, like, one part was with one girl and then one... Or, like, one girl and Sheridan. Julia and Sheridan. And then the last part was Brandon. And then towards the end, it all kind of merged into one. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not one to toss around defamations. Mm-hmm. Brandon's a hoe. Straight up hoe. I'm going to go in, out and say, Brandon is not the hoe, but for some reason, and again, I don't understand it, all the girls want Brandon. There, were, he, there was three of them at that point that had their eyes on Brandon and were like, I think Brandon's going to give me the rose. Now, did he necessarily play a part in that? Yes. But is it more the fact that he's being a hoe, or is it more the fact that these girls are just throwing themselves okay, at Okay, but it? he's letting them and he's accepting them. It's The Bachelor. I know it's The Bachelor, but you still have to be dignified in what you do. I get that, but like, you can't just be like, all right, I'm going to stick with this one. I'm not going to explore my options. I mean, I get that, but you can explore your options without them being on top of you three times in the same episode. But it's The Bachelor. But it's The Bachelor. <laughs> but that, that's not a good excuse. No, not at all, but it's The Bachelor. That's it's just what happens on the show. And I'm not mad about it, but, but Brandon, Brandon, I think he's a hoe. I think he's a hoe. I do, you can I do have in my notes, and it says Brandon is a slut. So. There you go. Brandon's a slut. That's just initial notes from the show. And yeah, Brandon, Brandon's actually tied up in the other situation yeah. with Sheridan and Julia. Sheridan is, is the Jesus-looking fella. And Julia yeah. is the blonde woman who he is taken to immediately. And they go on a date on this episode. Mm-hmm. And they go and perform on some morning radio show. Yeah, it was on, a, I think, iHeartMedia or something like that. Yeah. And now, I don't understand stage chemistry. I don't get it. Uh, I don't. I, that's something but, I don't know. I can tell you they had stage chemistry. Like Sheridan and Julia on that radio show. They were, I mean, the way they performed together. Yeah, they, they were like, they were vibing with Yeah, they were. For real. And their voices sound fantastic together. Mm-hmm. And you could just tell they were really having a good time. But they come back to the mansion and Julia is hung up on Brandon. Not Sheridan. Sheridan's all over Julia. Julian's hung up on Brandon. And again, we've seen we've seen a lot of good character on this episode. Julia yeah. goes. To, Julia goes to Sheridan and says, "Hey, look, I really enjoyed my time with you, but I'm not ready to commit. We're still early on in this, yeah. in this competition, I'll call it. And you know, I'm still interested in Brandon. I'm still talking to Brandon. That's just that's just the way that it's going to be. Yeah. I'm sorry if that hurt you, and it does. And yeah, it does hurt him. But like again, talking about the character on the show, it's a really good like representation of like 
the people they get for a regular bachelor trash. are trash, trash people. They suck. Yeah, they don't terrible. know how to date. There's a reason they're very attractive, but don't aren't yeah. dating. And Dare so I, I say think, there's a correlation there. I think it. I think it comes out in this episode where you have normal people. Yeah. Normal. normal. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Normal. Music majors, but yes. still normal. Yeah. But more normal than regular bats. Like competent people. Yeah. You have competent people who are compassionate even. Yes. We'll say empathetic. And she does. She goes to Sheridan and she said, I'm, I'm still in the brand and I'm still going to talk to him. I'm sorry if that hurt you. And it does hurt him. How much does it hurt him? The next shot is him walking up to his bedroom with a glass of wine. <laughs> I have seen some tall glasses of wine in my oh time. My. This puppy is tall. <laughs> it is full. And I'm not talking, you know, your little restaurant wine glasses. This thing is, you went and got the deepest one that Walmart oh, has. Absolutely. And you filled it up. At least half a it bottle. It was a in this regular cup. cup, just on a stilt. Yeah. Which I, I don't blame him at all. No, but it was, it was really funny. He had, he had <laughs> so much wine. It was one of those things that they didn't emphasize, but it was subtle. And if you saw it, you it giggled was, a little bit. Yeah. You were like, ah. He had a ton of wine. Absolutely. And I don't, here's something else that I drew from the episode. He was really hurt by that. Yeah. And I understand that. And that he's obviously caught feelings for her deeply. And this is a, this is a, a point that I, I noticed with a lot of the people that are on there. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are trying to commit. And they get mad or they get upset yeah. when the person they're wanting to commit with is still interested in or talking to one of the other contestants. Yeah. Contestants. It's a competition. It is. You can't go on The Bachelor it is, it and is not expect for there to be competition. It's a game. And I don't understand. And obviously, I'm not in their shoes, but I don't understand why they get so upset when on episode two, and I don't know how long they've been there, but on episode two, they are just shocked and appalled. That the oh. person that they are into that went on a date with them and, would be interested in another person on the show. And that kind of that kind of pulls into into one of my notes. It was probably my first note, and I literally saw it just from the previews of the episode. And I wrote down and I said, Musicians are so dramatic, but bachelor musicians, good night. Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah. But it's a different kind of drama. I just keep going back to that. It's not the same kind of bachelor drama. It's a different drama. It's I it's think more it's, emotional because than I think it's showy. Okay, yeah, I get that, but I also think it's because it's the more competent people. Maybe I, I'm gonna that say may that, be, that it's, may the, be it. it's the people who are not. I mean, uh, there are probably some really competent people on the basketball. Oh no, 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 I but, agree. They're more competent, and I yeah. think I, part of that is musicianship requires a pretty good level of intelligence. Yes, and so absolutely whether or not they can demonstrate that socially, they've obviously got it. That's yeah, that's a different story. They've obviously, <laughs> but they but they obviously are pretty intelligent people. Yeah, and maybe even emotionally intelligent, probably more so than myself, because uh-huh. music is so deeply tied to emotion. But it is it is really interesting to watch how they interact because it's different. It's different yeah, than it than different. most people. And I guess I guess that's why, I mean, me and you keep watching is because it's something different. Yeah, that's why I watch it's The Bachelor. Not, but this is even it's different. different. Than the Bachelor. It's a guy where multiple women want him. That's different. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen to me. To yeah, you. that's why I watch it. But it is. It's different to see how these musicians interact. Yeah. And but another thing that I just keep noticing is how how low their standards are for such attractive people. Mm-hmm. They have incredibly low standards, and I'm not talking yeah. about what they're interested in physically. I'm talking about how easy it is for them to be just awestruck by something that somebody does. Okay. They're so easily impressed. Yeah. Like a simple compliment, which I realize simple compliments go a long way. 
mm-hmm. but they're just oh you know so and so is just so sweet and so caring yeah and yada 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 they don't even know them and it takes nothing we, for them to develop that opinion we have a couple already in brie and i can't remember his name the black guy whoever's whatever yeah. his name is are, are like go on a date this I mean, they go on a date, but it's a very unimportant date. Not much happens because everyone knows that they're a Is couple. It Chris? They're Chris. together. It might be, but they already said, "I think I'm I'm falling in love with you." Yeah, and that doesn't get said in a regular Bachelor show until maybe there's five girls. Unless left. they're desperate. Unless they're it's, desperate. It is interesting to see them say that so quickly in a successful relationship. Yeah, well, I assume it's successful well, based on what we've seen. Successful so far. But usually in The Bachelor, that happens when it's either late on, yes, or a girl thinks she's about to get sent home. She plays yeah. that card. Saw that big like, last show. Like, yeah, like the girl who got sent home and was like, I think I'm falling in love with Brandon when there was no connection there yes. whatsoever. She said it She said it in the SUV. On her, like, on the way out. In. Yeah. She, out of the drive. She's been home. She's like, I was falling in love with him. No, and you weren't. No. You weren't. You're just saying that because you're upset that you didn't get picked. Yes, correct. Exactly. But your feelings are hurt, yeah. yes, because he didn't choose you. It's ridiculous. You were not in love with him. Now, I say all that to say, I think I am falling in love with Jamie. Much in the way that you I fell are. in love with Hannah Ann. Do you think you do you think you would have a chance against Trevor? Not at all. Good have you seen Trevor? Can sing. Trevor is just a younger Ryan Reynolds who can sing. I don't know, maybe. She's, she's only 21 and she's from Nashville. That's true. Jamie. We could see her just walking around someday. Yeah, Jamie, if you're listening to this, hit me up. Oh yeah, she posted on our Instagram as I was while I was looking at it during the episode. Uh-huh. She posted on our Instagram a picture, and she ta- she captioned it with text me and yeah. a phone number. So I texted her. Did she naturally? Ever res- did she ever respond? Yes, immediately from her automated system. Uh, so Jamie seems like seems like an iPhone user, right? Yeah. I type in the number and it doesn't turn blue. So I'm like, uh oh, you know. Yeah. I send something and immediately this is the response I get. Uh-huh. Hi with five eyes and then an exclamation point. This is Jamie, and then the hearts floating around the face emoji. Thanks so much for texting, exclamation point. Make sure you click the link so I can add you to my contacts and respond to you directly. This is so exciting, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, heart, music notes. And then a link. Did you, did you tap it? Yeah, I clicked the link. So I click the link, and it takes me to another thing where I have to fill out my information. And it's nothing. It's just first name, last name, phone number, yeah. and then like where are you from. So I filled it out, and why not? And I got another text from that same system. Ah, amazing. We're officially friends now. Here's some things that I have to say first. And then it just gave me the, you know, type stop to cancel. I guess I don't know if that's what she had to say first before we become friends. But she said it and we're friends now. So it added her to my contact list. But it's that same automated number. So do you think Jamie will ever actually text you? I hope so. Do you think I should? I think we should should say something more aggressive. I just said, hey, like, love watching you on The Bachelor just to see what would happen. Send her a response right now. I'm gonna see what happens. Okay, I'll respond to it. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I'll say, say dinner, house, dinner house, sometime. Say, no, you just say house Trev. Oh, I'll say house. Yeah, house Trev. House Trev. House Trev. We're gonna see what she says. It's we're probably gonna. Test, be, we're gonna test you out. Automated. There's. System. We're gonna yeah, figure you out. It's an automated system. Oh, it's not sending. Oh no, you've already been blocked. Oh no, it's sent. Okay. House Trev. I'm really interested to see where this goes. I am too. Also, what kind of person who is probably at the moment sea level celebrity status? Yeah, um, she has like eighteen thousand on Instagram. Yeah, so sea level celebrity status. Yeah. I'd say also like along the lines of same as radio host, but like I'm sure it'll grow once this comes out. 
but why would someone put their phone number on there? And I get they're musicians. They're going for the okay. publicity. Okay, finish what you're saying. I have two thoughts. Either A, it's for musicians in Nashville or music people in Nashville who work in the music industry. And she's like, hey, text me. I want to see like if anyone from the music industry texts me. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, it could be like, hey, me and Trev didn't work out. But I'm posting this up. during the show. Okay. HBO. It's interesting that you said that, that you're surprised. Like, you don't know why a celebrity would post their no. phone number. Yesterday, uh-huh. Post Malone put his I phone saw, number on Instagram. That was, that was, he did. And I saw that, like, maybe five minutes after he he, he sent it out. And I was really tempted. Did you text it? No. Why I, not? I was, I, we can go text What do you it right have now. to lose? We can go text it right now. It's definitely a burner. Like, it's because, probably the exact okay, same thing. But I got really nervous. I was like, what if Post Malone texts me? I don't, like... I what if he does? Post What's would not happen? be interested in me. We'll just say that. But what if he did? Interested how? I mean, just like in who, like I am, like being friends with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, so no, like, I, I wouldn't have like anything. Yeah, you're not like, gonna like text about. this random celebrity and, and so become friends with them. Yeah. But Jamie like, only has eighteen thousand followers, so like, I might have scored awesome. I don't know. Maybe I'll text her too. Yeah. You have a girlfriend. I do. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's unfortunate maybe, for you. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll score dinner with maybe I'll score dinner dinner with Jamie. What if I go on a date with a bachelor contestant? What would you have to say for yourself then? I would continue to be your friend. I, I don't so. think it would change our our like. It would definitely be the highlight friend. of my life. I mean, I'm sure it would. I'd take you with me. Why? You could like sit across the room and take pictures. I'd do it for clout. Are you kidding me? But like, why? Why would you take me with you and have know. me sit across the room? What are you gonna put me in an earpiece and tell me what, like tell you what to say? Yeah. Okay, I get that I can like talk to like and have normal conversations. Yeah, you're much sh- better at talking to girls. Surely than I it's am. not that hard. Have you seen Jamie? Bill, <laughs> oh, she's literally your age. Look, it is. Man. You just have to think of them as just someone else. Okay, we're getting off the topic here, but back to the Bachelor. Jamie posted her phone number. And for what reason we don't know, yeah, but don't we know. think it's we think it's probably for publicity. I don't know. I mean, but why would you put an automation then? I mean, I don't know. I texted her and I got an automated message. I was kind of upset. That's I don't know sad. what I expected though. It, it was pretty sad. I don't know why. But regardless, Jamie, I'm rooting for her. You know, I'm rooting for her. She's my girl. I think I I was a little skeptical because of her Nashville comment last week. That's true. Um, but this week she did grow on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say if I had to pick one. I'm gonna go with Trevor and Ryan. I like Ryan. A I lot. like Trevor a lot because Trevor reminds me of like someone who I would be friends with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like a like a cooler musician. That's true. He's not like a like a music major type. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like I do music on the side. Yeah. Ryan's more of a theater guy. Ryan looks like John Mayer 15 years ago if he never did. If drugs. he had sex with Harry Potter. Or that. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, he put on those round glasses. He did kind of look like. Yeah, and someone even called him out for it. But like but an off brand, like a well. like a Broadway Harry Potter. Okay. Not he doesn't look like <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. He looks like what J.K. Rowling wanted. Yeah. Harry Potter to look like. Yeah. Like the draw. Like on the book covers. Yeah. The book. yeah. And you're right. But anyways, I'm ro- I'm rooting for Jamie. I yeah. think she'll find somebody. I hope she doesn't, and then comes back to Nashville, and I can find her. But she'll probably find somebody. Yeah. All together, it's a really interesting show. I really like the concept so far. So last we have we have we have Brandon, the whole Brandon situation. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. 
we just we just classified him as a, a hoe a and hoe. moved on. Yeah, but Brandon. So, so to start off, uh, Sheridan got the date card, and he chose Julia. Yeah, Julia was the girl that he went into this, and he met her, and was like, okay. I want Julia, only Julia, blah, blah, blah. Julia yeah, is and they went like, saying at the radio I'm station. interested in talking to a lot of other people and finding what's best for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah. But so Sheridan takes her on a date and they go and they sing together. They have that stage chemistry like we talked about. But then they come back and all that happens. And then after that, Brandon and Savannah go on their date. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, yeah. And then they go to the jazz club, all that good stuff. But then it comes the rose set. And we don't know what's going to happen. And me and you were saying, we hope Brandon gets to pick first. Yeah, I wanted him to go so first. Because he, he had three suitors. He can, yeah, he, exactly. So but he, he did end up getting to go before Sheridan. Yes, which was big. Yes, because they're fighting for Julia. Exactly. Kind of. It's more Brandon of a love triangle. Brandon is not fighting for Julia, but Brand- Sheridan is trying to keep Julia away from Brandon. Yes. Because Julia wants Brandon. Yes. And so we get there, and Brandon gets to pick, and he picks Savannah, which we think is the correct choice yeah. for him. They sounded great together. They had good chemistry together. They looked like they were having fun. He actually, compared to the other two relationships he had, looked interested. In he did. One. He looked terribly apathetic yeah. to he all the girls that he talked to other than her. And then Sheridan gets to pick, and it's Sheridan is the last pick. Mm-hmm. He's the last person, and so he's going to send three girls home and pick one. And he has to decide if he's going to stick with Julia Who and continue... Him that she wasn't terribly interested and wanted to look at other options. Yeah, and continue to try to fight for her against Brandon. Yeah. Or take a flyer on some girl that he doesn't really have any history with or any connection with and just mm-hmm. see how it works out and not have to worry about Julia anymore. Yeah. And he did what I think I would probably do, which he, is... He chose Julia. Go with what you know. Obviously, they've got a connection. Why have to start over with somebody yeah. when you've got somebody that you're interested in? Uh-huh. And he chose Julia, which... And the competition's not going to be fun. It's going to no. be fun to watch. It's going to be great But for watch. Sheridan, I hate it for him. Yeah. I know how competition feels. It's never fun. But as soon as he picks her, she starts crying. And like all the other three girls are like upset because they didn't get picked and they're going home. But Julia comes back to the room with all the other couples and she's crying. And like and they go up to Brandon. And Brandon, like earlier, had squashed some stuff with Julia. And was like, okay, I don't. Like I think I, if I had to choose right now, I'd pick Savannah over you. And he did at the rose ceremony. But then he hugs Julia when she comes back out, and he says, I'm really glad that you're still here. Brandon to is explore, a hoe. To explore this. Brandon's a hoe. And that, that's when I was like, okay, Brandon might be a little bit of a slut. He's a hoe. And so, interested, it sets it up for a great next week. It does. To see and they're going to have to bring gonna in, happen. They're going to have to bring in new guys. New guys, and new guys, lots of testosterone. Oh, yeah. They could bring up some beef, and that's exciting. So I'm excited. I'm excited for next Monday. Yeah. It'll be a good show. All right. That's all we have for today. Uh, next week, actually, Friday. Friday. We'll drop our third episode, and we're going to review the new documentary. Over Michael Jordan. The Michael Last Jordan. Man Standing. I think the Last called. Dance. Last Man the Standing last is dance. The, the sitcom with Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. The Last, the last dance. dance. It's about Michael Jordan. If you don't like sports, I hate that for you. We're yeah. going to talk about Michael Jordan's Which, documentary. Even about this, and we'll probably get into this next week. The LeBron James documentary in 40 years, I saw Trash. a tweet about this, is going to be ridiculous. I, don't, I think it'll be great. No, I don't like I LeBron. LeBron's Instagram is his own documentary. Okay. I mean, that's fair, but Michael Jordan didn't have an Instagram anyway. What do you think his Instagram would be? He wouldn't have had an Instagram. We can all talk about this next week. All right. Yeah, we'll have that on Friday's episode. <laughs>
Alright, we're done. Thanks for listening, guys.